my name is Chris Dudenbossel. Um, I am uh, 23 years old. Uh, I just graduated um, about a year and a half ago from um, SIU, which is uh, Southern Illinois University. Um, I got my degree in marketing, and I'm actually working in the food business because I guess fitness has kind of made me be like, obsessed with food. So I, I, uh, I'm actually working in the food business for a, a food manufacturer and supplier. Um, and um, I was actually, um, I'm, a, I'm, into an, I'm into an adopted family. Um, so um, I have two sisters, um, and, I've, and I've grown up in Southern Illinois my whole life. Um, I'm originally adopted from India, so that's kind of like my unique thing. Everybody has like that one unique thing about them. I guess that's kind of like what it is. Um, so, um, I currently live, yeah, in Southern Illinois. I've lived here my whole life and I'm just trying to like get enough money to find my own place and not have to move off my parents anymore. I'm so pathetic right now. And I hate, I, I don't like to talk to people about that part of my life, but student loans and all that stuff is just kind of crazy right now. But hopefully, like, with, within the next six months or so, I'll be on my own and kind of doing my own thing. Does that, does that like, scare you, or is it, is it like, exciting to you? What do, how, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm excited because I'm ready to be on my own. It's a little scary because, you know, I've lived, I lived with them pretty well my whole life. Um, but like I said, I'm 23 years old. Like at some point, I got to just like pull the plug and say, dude, like if you ever want to like be legit and like get like a real girlfriend or something like that, then I need to, you know, take that step and, and move out. But, you know, like I said, I want to, it's just like right now, um, I can't afford it, which is, which is kind of tough. Like I said, with, with my degree and everything in marketing, it's just, School is so expensive, and then you know, four year college, and it's hard. But uh, I'm I'm getting there slowly. Mm -hmm. And what made you want to do like marketing and all that? Was that something you always wanted? Well, um, originally I went to school for journalism because I love writing. And um, when you're in when you're in the journalism degree, you do a lot of um, classes um, in business, and business goes right in. Um, ties right into marketing and so what happened was the more I like took like business classes and marketing classes the more I realized that I kind of wanted to go that route and so I just got fascinated by the whole idea of of uh, like running your own business and business in general and crunching numbers and things like that so I just took marketing I didn't want to go too too far into like numbers because because like math isn't my favorite thing and I didn't want to like do anything like financial like a financial person or whatever so i just decided to go the business route in marketing yeah and so like uh i heard kira recommended you to have you on the podcast so like i'm just curious like uh i know you're in the fitness world as well or you do stuff but um yeah. what is that what is that about i just want to um well so a little background on me and kind of how I got into fitness was um, back in 2011, which is crazy, crazy six years ago now, almost seven, um, I was very um, uh, like overweight. I was very unhealthy. I wasn't treating my body right. It's very sedentary. I didn't do, I didn't do much. Um, I was a junior in uh, high school and 
Um, I was about 215 pounds at about 30, 36 to 38% body fat. So I was really pretty high up there. And one day um, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was just like, this isn't, this isn't who I want to be. This isn't like, I'm not confident. I don't like how I'm living. You know, it's just, it's not a fun life to live. And so um, I started to get into the fitness community a couple years later, but up until that point, I was like, I started, I started running, just like running. Like, I feel like that's like everybody's, everybody starts out doing like running and push-ups and sit-ups and I was that person. So I would literally, literally run like four or five miles every day and I would come home and do push-ups and sit-ups and I thought, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to look amazing in like six months. <laughs> it's going to be and so, and so I, I, I feel like everybody goes through a phase like that or like a P90X phase or, mm-hmm. or like a Shanti phase where they just, you know, they go so hard. And then, um, and so what happened was, uh, over time, of course, I started to see changes there. I lost a lot of weight. Um, it got to a point where, where it was like a little unhealthy. I kind of became obsessed with losing weight, um, about six months after I weighed 215, I was at about 140, so I lost about 75 pounds. Um, but my relationship with food and my relationship with like exercise wasn't all that good. Um, like I said, I became obsessed. I would exercise countless hours each day. I always thought more was better, and that was that was kind of also a, a, a dark point for me. And I don't like talking to people about that part as much. Um, and so I got into bodybuilding.com and that was in 2012 going into 2013. And I really, um, started reading their articles and I started to become, um, more informed on how to eat and how to exercise right and things like that. And so that's when I, um, made my, uh, social media, my Twitter, my Twitter, I made in 2013 and I came to Instagram later in like 2015 and I started like following like influencers and like bigger names in the community, kind of like most people do. And I started like getting inspired and doing workouts and things like that. And so, just over time, I've been able to build my profiles, I guess, decently. Um, and just you know, it's where I where I've led myself to be today, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's that's a crazy you no. Know. You know that you're supposed to lose it slowly because it's much more healthier, and it's just like learning that that's what you're supposed to do. So yeah, it's such a a, a bad pattern. And of course, I did the sit ups and push ups, and just like anyone else, <laughs> I knew everybody has that phase, man. I'm telling you, everybody feels like they need to do push ups and sit ups to get in shape. It's pretty crazy. I don't know because it feels so like regimented. It's like this is simple. This is how you do it. Of course, yeah. I went through the insanity phase. I didn't do P90X, but I've done insanity, which I think oh, is... Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The P90X, um, I, I, ne- I never tried it because I looked at it. I was like, 90 minutes? I was like, I'm not going to kill myself for 90 minutes every day. Forget that. Yeah, I don't know. That's such a... I think it's difficult to do that. I don't know. And, and I've, I've never finished insanity all the way through. They're like 45 minutes a piece. And yeah. It's like... Nah, that I I couldn't handle it. I don't know. I'll get thirty minutes and I'll be like, this is way too hard. And yeah, the, and the guy's screaming at you all the time. 
He's like, I know. keep going, keep going, don't stop, don't stop. One know, more. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I can't stop you yelling at me. I know. It's like, but like, I think programs like that, um, they're just not like sustainable. Yeah. Like, I think what what happens. I mean, they're they're great for people that that maybe want to try something new or just you know want an intense workout program. But I think, I think like sustainability wise, you know, you can't, you just can't do that every single day for the rest of your life. And I think, I think that's where, you know, most people learn that, you know, you need to, you need to get on a program that's, that's more tailored for you. And I think that's, you know, where the whole idea of, of, you know, talking with professionals and, or hiring a personal trainer, things like that, or designing your own program. If you're, you know, if you feel you have enough experience, enough Credentials to do so is important. Mm-hmm. It's mostly guesswork if you do it on your own. If you don't, yeah, sure. it's like, I know. does this work? Oh, that, that that doesn't work. And yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And w- when you when you lost all that weight, was it like something that you just like? When did you know to stop? Like, was it like, hey, stop now? You know. Um. Well, I was I was losing weight. Uh, it got to a point where I was losing weight so rapidly. Um, and what was happening was I became so obsessed with calories and, and, um, taking in calories. So my, my food intake would, was, um, dropping to a point where it was like below a thousand calories per day. And of course that's not healthy. And, um, my friends and family that were around me started to notice that I was kind of spiraling into some really, really bad unhealthy habits like that. And so, um, I actually went to see a, um, a registered dietitian and, uh, and a nutritionist and we kind of talked things out and talked about, you know, kind of what's going on with me and my body and kind of how I'm hurt, you know, how it's not treating it right, things like that. And so, um, they were able to, to get me reversed on the right path and, um, get me on the back. I knew that I wasn't in a good place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially, you know, seeing a dietitian, I think it's like a really important thing to see someone who knows a lot about yeah. nutrition. Cause you know, I'm all, I'm all about the training aspect. You know, I, I, I'm, you talk to me about nutrition. I mean, I know a few things, but it's like macros. I kind of know what that is. Uh, I can explain how it works, but I can't really explain the ins and outs. So it's like, to me, it's like, oh, well, you got to see someone who reads all the stuff that, that comes out every day. Like, it's such a, I um, mean, supplements are crazy. I'm like, oh, it looks all the same to me. But, I know. It's crazy. And and uh, I've talked to other people, like, um, talked to other people in the industry about this. But, like, everybody, the, the problem with fitness social media is that it's gotten to a point where, you know, everybody thinks they're a uh, an expert. So if you're struggling with something with your diet or with training, you know, you have you have a million people that try to come to your restroom and say, oh, you know, here's what I'm doing. Here's what you should do. You know, this, this and that. And it's just like not everybody is a professional and not everybody knows actually what they're talking about. They just want attention and they just want they just want the credibility and they're trying to they're trying to almost like establish themselves or um give some sort of accountability to themselves when in the, you know, in the end you really need to just go see a professional if you're at the point where you feel, um, you're not in a good place. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I think because it's such a like you can fall down rabbit holes. Like it's just you know bad cycles or whatever you want to call it because you know you're looking at all these supplements. Like I need which supplement? This supplement? I'm like that, the supplement is the last thing you look at. Like there's no there's no reason to take supplements if you're just trying to get healthy or fit or whatever kind of physique you want to have or whatever you want to do. Right. Yeah. But then I, and everyone just like detox. I'm like, what is this? You know, nobody looks at the legitimacy. I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay. If someone tells you that this does something, you know, say I give you a pill and I said, it's it's, whatever, it'll it'll heal whatever illness. You got to check if it's going to actually do that. Or if it does what it says, I mean, it's simple, but most people don't really look at that. And they're like, oh my gosh, uh, detox. I know. If you tell somebody that, that, that there's this pill or there's this magical shake that you can take, um, and you'll lose like 10 pounds in your first week or 20 pounds in your first week. The thing about the health, the thing about the fitness industry, fitness industry, not the health industry, fitness industry is that people will, um, tell you whatever you want to hear. Um, as long as it gets their product out there and gets and gets them some sort of publicity, and if it's too good to be true, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Mm-hmm. Or it's very exaggerated, like you know. Exactly. It's, or they do special cases. That's what I think. It's always like case, like okay, this worked for one person like that, but it doesn't work for everyone like that. Um, so exactly. Make sure you look at that. I mean, everybody has issues with that, but yeah, that's that's something I always see in detox. I'm like. You know that's not a real thing. I always have yeah, to does that. And I'm like, they just look at me like, what do you mean it's not real? You know? My, this this wonderful influencer with a million followers told me it was. So, you know. And I just, exactly, I just, exactly. You hit it right on the nose. I'm going to tweet about that later tonight. Dude, yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so true. Yeah, it's just like, and you don't know why there's, you know, you, you just want to be like, Relax. That's not you know. Did you look into it? Like I always ask, did you look into it? And he's like, no, that I did not look into it. I, I just heard what you said or he said. I'm like, that, well, well, you look into it first before you even make a decision. You know, if I tell you this is a yeah. smart pill, this can make you pass all your tests, and you take it and you don't pass all your tests, you're gonna be coming to me saying, why didn't I pass my tests? Um, and I just, I just. <laughs> That's true. And it's and it's the same thing with this detoxing. I don't know. I saw I saw like five people do it. I was like, what is going on here? Like you know, maybe they believe it. I honestly think it's a good kind of placebo effect on them. You know, like they believe it, totally believe it. And then you know, it, it might be something else they're doing. I have no idea. But I, I just can't. I can't stand that. But it's interesting. I can't either. I, I just some. There are days where I enjoy being in the fitness industry, and there are days where I'm just like. Please get me out of here. I cannot do this today. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the worst thing I think, I don't know, for me, the food pyramid is something like, I don't know, especially in school. I mean, like I drank so much milk, like uh, big bones. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, and everybody said that, like, drink Miller milk, drink Miller milk. Oh, I drank gallons of milks, okay? So don't tell me. <laughs> I learned really fast that my body wasn't a milk person, so. But yes. I kept drinking it for years, and then I didn't know why my body was like, "Oh, you probably shouldn't drink milk," you know, my response. But that yeah. food, that food pyramid was always like so messed up. Like it was like this, eat this, eat that much, and it's just not uh, a great thing to use as a scale. Most people think I, it's like the best thing. So, 
just be careful about that, guys. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of pyramids or any kind of guy. I think it's always different for each person. So I don't give nutritional no no nutritional advice here because I I don't have any certification. I don't want to be. It's like uh, to me, it's just like kind of basic knowledge. Training. I'll, yeah, I'll talk it, about training. I'll, 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 I'll teach you anything about training, but other than that, it's interesting. So, so in your your way, do you? What is your kind of? What are you doing now? Are you like tracking macros? Or are you doing that? What is that intuitive eating? Or um, what's else going on? I don't know what else is in the fitness world. But. I, I I'm currently um, I track my macros. Um, I do um, if it fits your macros. IFYM. <laughs> um, I do not. It's important to to note here that I that I do not eat whatever the heck I want though, as long as it fits my macros. Some people do that, so like I'm not getting ninety percent of my carbs from Oreos or anything stupid like that. Like some people do. That's when I. That's when IIFYM goes wrong, and people wonder why they're not getting results. It's just like you're like eating cookies all day, and it still fits your macros, but it's but it's not like you know you're not following it the right way. Um, I'd say that I eat healthy probably 80 to 90% of the time and then the other 10 to 20%, just depending kind of on the week. I, you know, with Bob, I travel a lot. So, um, just depending on the week, um, no, it may fluctuate a little, but 80, 90% of the time I'm eating healthy. And I, like I said, I track my macros and make, you know, and, and the thing about tracking your macros is to me, um, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like I have a... I have a generalized number, like a number that I want to hit every day. But if I go a little over, if I'm a little, if I come up a little short, I I don't stress about it at all. I just want to hit around those numbers every day, and I do pretty well. Yeah, you know, just just hit whatever around there. That's how I do it. I'm not I'm not all about the. It has to be exactly. It has to be pinpoint. No, like, no, that's too difficult. That's way too hard. I either shoot a little low or a little high. Sometimes it's a little high. Can right. Feel like adding a few carbs in there, if you know what I mean. But you know, it's interesting that you know it's carbs. And my Oreos, how I'll have carbs? I'm gonna eat nothing but Oreos. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's kind of a cop out. I think you know, if it's my macros, right. don't matter. But I think it yeah, does. Exactly. Some people, some people just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cop out, like you said. Mm-hmm. But what how what, what is your like? When you're not like, when you eat whatever you want, you know, you're not really thinking about what is like the go-to for you. So like, pancakes. I was just, ha- I was just having a conversation, um, like ten minutes before you Facetime me about this. Um, and my my guilty pleasure um, is actually cinnamon rolls, and I and that's like something that nobody like knows about me. Uh, most people would guess pancakes because that's all I ever talk about. But um, it's actually cinnamon rolls, and th- maybe it's because I don't have them as nearly as often, or maybe I don't know. I just have some weird like fetish with them. But cinnamon rolls is where it's at. That is my ultimate food. Period. I, I don't know. I always I always bounce around. So cinnamon rolls. I mean, I always wonder what the difference was between cinnamon rolls and honey buns. They all look the same to me. Um, so it kind of tastes the same, but they have the frosting. So it's yeah. like, see, I would have guessed pancakes just based on like people. It's usually pancakes, cookies. What else is there? Oreos, pizza, pizza um, 
hamburgers or burgers, any type of burgers. That's usually what people say. Like, oh my gosh, I need a good burger or steak. There's this, I remember when someone told me steak. I was like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Cinnamon rolls, that, that's the first. So. Cinnamon rolls, and then I would say that my salty is probably like tacos. I love tacos, uh, man. Can't taco, get enough of those. You can just like do anything you want with tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tacos are amazing because you, I mean, like it's pretty much, you know, unless it's like a, either flour tortilla, corn tortilla, or you can have the hard shell. The hard shell is pretty good. I like hard shells. And you can put whatever inside. I mean, like, it's just your imagination. Right. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. Okay, go ahead. So is it like the, for you, is that like tacos is your thing? Has that always been a thing? Um, I was pretty well. I mean, like growing up, we had a we had a, a Mexican restaurant here in town. It's kind of like one of the places to go, and so every time I went there, I always got three three beef tacos fully loaded up. That was my thing. So, like, I guess it's just like it's always stuck with me. So, tacos is just kind of like where it's at. You know, there's like there's always that argument. Um, oddly enough, among the fitness community, which it doesn't make any sense that this argument is there, but people always argue like pizza or tacos. And I'm always just like, tacos are so like versatile though. Like pizza's great. Don't get me wrong. But, but tacos, are I just, I just, I just tacos. I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I would disagree. Cause I feel like pizza can be very diverse as well. I mean, you got a calzone, which is basically a pizza rolled up. You can put anything inside. It's just a taco, but with doughy bread. Just my my no, two cents. But you, can go, you can go hard shell. You can go soft shell. Oh, you can you can go thick crust. You can go crispy crust. You can do yeah. And that's I know that's the, the argument. The argument the argument is valid because they are both made out of some type of like thing that you can kind of change. You can change the toppings. I mean, you can put ground beef on a a taco. You can put ground beef in a. And on a pizza, you can put this on there. You can put whatever. I mean, they're 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 essentially the same but different. It's just the texture for me. That's I'd still go with tacos. I mean, who doesn't love tacos? I mean, it's, exactly, exactly. I mean, pizza's okay. I cannot lie. For anyone who's offended by my my taste in food, sorry. It's really not. It's not. It's not. It's not I love tacos. I love pizza, but I prefer tacos. But also like right. burritos and stuff. I mean, it's just anything because you can put anything in it. Mm-hmm. Is is like the 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 taco. When was your like first taco experience? What, did you know you love tacos? Like since you were a kid. I mean, I've always. Yeah. I, always I can't. I can't tell you the first time that I actually had one, but I know I was really young, and. Um, the first, my first experience that I can remember, I'm sure that when I was little, I probably, my parents probably took me to Taco Bell and places like that, but I don't really, you know, remember those types of things. But like the first time that I had ever actually been in like a real Mexican restaurant, I ordered tacos because that's like, that's like the standard. Like if, like when you're little and you don't know what, what to order at a Mexican restaurant, like a taco is like pretty basic and you really can't go wrong. So I got tacos and it was like, spiritual experience and so ever since then i've been like obsessed Mm -hmm. yeah tacos but i don't know you're from illinois so like i don't i I always say like anyone who's up north 
it's like, man, you haven't experienced real tacos. I'm from Texas, so it's like, this is where, where tacos are born. I mean, we're right next yeah. to Mexico. You have no idea that, that if I go down the street, six, seven, eight places you can have tacos. I mean, there's there's a, a m- 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 like such an amazing amount of places you can go eat tacos. And when I hear people talk about, like, oh, there's this place in Illinois that has good tacos. There's this place in North Dakota that has good tacos. I'm like, that's north. Do you not know what happens down south? The best tacos ever. I mean, Mexico has the best tacos. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's wherever it was born, it's usually the best. I mean, if you're going to oh, yeah. get it from somewhere, then get it from there. So it's interesting. I think people love tacos. Uh, just taco talk, just to let y'all know. I'm not, not really. Yeah, I know. Okay, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. I don't know. Is that what about sweets? Is there like a besides cinnamon? Are you like an ice cream person, a gelato person, like what, what, in that kind of sense? Um, in terms of in terms of like healthier versions or mm-hmm. like like the full out version. Well, give me give me both because you know people get ideas from this and then they be like, oh, that's the healthy version. He said so. Um, the my my overall like favorite ice cream. Is any is like any Froyo place Froyo. that that has like all the toppings and like all the like the whole shebang. Um, as far as toppings that I always like to put on my Froyo, you always have to do Reese's peanut butter cups. You always have to do Oreo. You always have to do some sort of like chocolate fudge topping or whatever, and you always have to do cookie dough. Those are the four. The four things you always have to make sure that you put on your froyo when you go out and have it. You heard it here. The four things you need on your froyo. It's interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then the and then the uh, the healthier version is. Um, I'm pretty well torn between Halo Top and Enlightened. Um, I would give the edge to no, Halo Top simply <laughs> because they have more flavors, but. Enlightened, enlightened. Um, I think enlightened maybe actually tastes a little better. This is gonna go off for forever. Just get just listen to this cock. Um, this is the this is terrible. This is the worst timing. It takes like thirty here's, seconds. Here's what it's like, it sounds like church bells to me. That's why I always. This is the longest clock ever. My gosh, it's still going. Wait, it's going to do it like eight times now. Is there like a set amount for that clock? That's crazy. One, two. Yeah, like it, it does that full ring, and then it does however many rings it is based on the time. So it's like eight o'clock here. So it's going to go eight times. Okay, down with stuff. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, I, I feel like Enlightened actually tastes better, but Halo Top has more flavors. So I'll give the edge to Halo Top, but those... Those two pretty well, like, I intermix between. Yeah, I I agree with you mostly. I mean, I think they're both very good. I just, you know, the taste, of course, goes to Enlightened, just for me, preference. The flavors are, of course, Halo Top. But Halo Top also, like, I think it's more expensive. Like, if you're getting bang for your buck, it has to go to uh, Enlightened. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, they're expensive. They're like four dollars a pint. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, what, 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 what is going on there? Like, I'm like, man, you can get that. Doesn't make sense. The unhealthy ice cream. You can get like a freaking new to- like a gallon of it for like like 
50 cents or two bucks or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, you can get and the healthy pint four bucks. Like what? what someone's doing something wrong over there. Like the healthy, healthy food should of course be cheaper. It just makes sense. Yeah. That's like how I always I'm like, Oh my gosh, this, this is the, the healthy ice cream is worse for you. I mean, it has protein and everything you need. Like it's, it doesn't make sense to me. I also, I also like, man, yeah. you can't, you can't be buying like, I mean, people, I've seen people buy like six or seven of those. I'm like, that's like 40 bucks right there. Like you're spending 40 bucks on ice cream. I know it's crazy. <laughs> and then, and then they see me get going there with like buying like a $5 thing, you know, really cheap. And I mean, like if I'm going the terrible, I go Ben and Jerry's all the way. So it's like, it's like that kind of balance. But yeah, ice cream's great. I mean, Froyo is pretty good. I love Froyo. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a yogurt guy too, which most people are not. Like, you know, I love blueberry yogurt. It's like the key the key to my heart. Like you just, <laughs> blueberry yogurt, nice. Yeah, you just bring me dude, I like if you just bring me like a like I'm I would be your best friend if you brought me like a tub of blueberry yogurt. I am just like that's that that is like, you know, I mean of course my parents when I was a kid they would uh for Christmas, they would wrap up my wrap up a present, and it would be like uh, it would, they would put a box in a box in a box, which you know most people don't really do that. I don't know why. I thought it was just I thought everybody did that, but you know they would put a box in a box to make me guess like what it was. And yeah. one time it was like a, a like one of those tubs of blueberry yogurt. So. You know, wow, you are really obsessed with blueberry yogurt. Oh, dude, dude. I, I mean, I could tell you all the names. I mean, a chip, chip, like the if you if you top five, I would say it's probably Chibani is probably number one in blueberry. Then you got uh, Yo Plate, which is second, just because there's so much sugar in there. That's really the only reason why it tastes so great. Then you got this other one, which um, I don't know if, uh, if you ever had a Danifuls. They they make the Lunchables or something. I forget. But they have one. But that's full of sugar too. So maybe it's just the sugar that I love. And then there's this other one that's like organic. And it's in, over here we have HEB. So it's like a store bought brand. But man, I, I I rank all this stuff. Like if uh, if they have blueberry yogurt somewhere, I'm gonna try it. Uh, that's like my my thing. Also, I'm also a weird person with socks. Like I like having fresh new pair of socks and most people don't think that's so weird like <laughs> i get excited if you buy me socks like you know people are like don't get me socks for christmas i'm like get me socks for christmas like, <laughs> that's funny yeah that's so uh, I, I don't have a bunch of weird stuff like that but it's interesting uh, um but yeah that's that's always fun so when did you like the fitness world and everything what do you think is like the the most mis kind of misconceptions and stuff like people like believe, but it's, you know probably shouldn't believe that or fall for it. Uh, I would say that one of the biggest misconceptions um, with the fitness industry is that everybody we like we touched on earlier. Everybody is not an expert, and like you like you said yourself, just because somebody has a million followers doesn't mean that they know everything about everything. Um, you know, a lot of times um, what happens is, you know, they they have an attractive profile. Maybe, you know, they look good, and especially especially females. I mean, and that, that's just how – that's just the truth of it, you know, especially in the fitness fitness industry. But, you know, if you're attractive you and you are able to market yourself, you're going to have a lot of followers. 
sometimes people associate with followers with validity and everything that you say, which in certain cases it is, excuse me, but not every case. You know, just because you have a bajillion followers doesn't mean that you know you know it all. And and those are not you need to do your research first and then consult like that know what they're talking about, certified professionals, or workout programs for nutrition programs, things like that. So you know you're being guided the best way, not just being guided blindly by somebody who wants you to buy their stuff or click the link in their bio or whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's always, it, I don't know, I feel like every time I look at something, I'm like, you're always trying to sell me something. Like, there's always some some kind of, like, little link or, like, maybe you should click on my website because I have this new thing that's coming out. And it's, yeah. I'm like, man, like, you know, or they're, they're sponsored by a certain company. And then that's, they just, that's all they cram down your face. Like, that's all you see the whole time. So for me, it's just like looking at that. I'm like, I mean, I'm I'll always be honest with you. I'm like, I don't take any supplements because so many people. I mean, of course, um, it's like, of course, when I fight professionally, like, of course, we're tested and stuff. So it's like, to me, it's like, don't run the risk if you're doing something. And if you look at GNC or something, I mean, I'm not not that I'm nagging on GNC, but if you look at it, some of their stuff is on a, like a ban list of stuff that you probably shouldn't take. I mean. It's like growth hormone stuff. It's like stuff that you you don't know what you're taking. I mean, most people don't know what they're taking. They're just like, oh, this is this is the best protein powder in the world. This is the best. You know, these are the BCAs. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what that is half the time, and you know, I don't I don't have the time. Like, it's so hard just to learn everything. There's like this this so much knowledge out there. And I'm like, I did not know that, or I did know this, or I, you know, it's interesting. And yeah, it's so. I mean, you can get lost. And the detox rabbit hole or wherever you're going and just believe it. I used to believe in Dianetics. That was like a, a good phase of my life. Oh. I fell down that rabbit hole. For, it was only like a couple months. I also fell down the vegan rabbit hole. But yeah, those rabbit Did holes. Did you really? Yeah, for like a few months. And then I realized, I was like, oh, dude, I love meat too much. Like there's no, there's no possible way I can do this. Like it, it's physically yeah. impossible. And I feel weaker. Like, not, not that you can't be vegan and be, like, healthy, healthy, but I just felt weak. Like, you know, like, I'm just eating, like, I felt like, you know, I was just eating eating grass or something. Like, it, it just didn't feel good. I, maybe I was just uncreative. I mean, I look at some of these vegan people, and I'm like, man, that's some creative, like, whatever the heck you made. I'm like, you know, maybe I just need, I'm not creative enough to make food like that. Like, for me, it was, like, salad, chop up some kale, kale smoothies. Like, it was just, like, like the yeah. easy basic stuff that you can do because I'm not I'm not a complex person so I mean I can make good stuff but it's like it you know if it takes up more than thirty minutes of my time cooking it's like oh that's too much yeah. I know I know the feeling I, like when I get home from work I actually do fix majority of my meals um but like I, I like to prep a lot and like when I get home from work in the evenings I'm just too like do anything because I, I actually get up and I work out first thing in the morning before work so I get up at 4.30 I'm a 4.30 riser every day and well except for weekends I'm not that much of a dork um, I get up at 4.30 every day I go to work um, I work from 8 to 5 and then I come home and like I am beat so that like, I very rarely feel like cooking and so 
but, but like to 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 go along with what you're saying, like there are some like pretty insane vegan profiles out there. Like everything that they make is like it like it looks better than all the stuff that I make. And, like, I'm not vegan. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, yeah, and I look at them like, oh, are they eating meat or something? Like, what, what is that? Like, they're adding stuff that I don't even know exists. Like, like they're like, what is that plant? What, what the heck are you chopping up? That looks like cucumbers or something. I don't know what that is, but it looks so fancy, especially when they mix it all. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? I'm like, it's, it's, I don't know. Maybe just because I wasn't that creative and it was like, you know, being vegan. But I don't know. It's different for everyone. I, I don't think everyone should be a vegan. I know, I know all the vegans are going to be mad at me. So it's, oh, I think, I think ve- going vegan, I think there's, you know, there's, there's certainly benefits to it and there's, and I give props to everybody that does it because that's just, that is something that I don't see myself ever that I could ever do. Um, but for people that have made that commitment and, and are just, are so creative and, and, you know, vegans, the thing about vegans is they have, they seem to have like so much food knowledge. Like they know more about food. They, they know more about food and they can they they just know way more about food in general than I do, and it's pretty like it's pretty crazy like all that they all the combinations that they make and they, that they're still able to hit like the macros that they set for themselves. So like, I respect the heck out of all of them. It's just like I don't know how they do it because I certainly can never do it. Yeah, and I'm like, how do you hit your protein source? Like, the, I know I know plants have protein or certain maybe you right. eat eggs or something. I I always get confused because it's like. It's this pescatarian thing, and then there's this, like, vegan, which is, like, all plants, and then it's, like, this other thing, and you're, like, well, how do you fit, like, protein in your diet? It's, like, well, you get it from this or that, or, and I'm, like, oh, that's, that's insane, like, like, the amount you have to fit, like, physically eat is, uh, just astounding to me. Right. But, yeah, I always, I always, I mean, respect to all vegans, it's, it's really something that I see, like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't hack it. I mean, like it's it's not it's not just like a it's like you saving the environment and also trying to say like you're doing everything right when you become vegan and it's hard. It's hard work. I've never. I don't think there's. I think it's the hardest kind of lifestyle to live. I mean, a lot of people do like diets and whatever. I don't like the word diet. I don't know why, but it's just like you know people do ketogenic, you know, dietetics. They do all these other stuff. So. Um, or paleo or whatever, right. you know, it, all these things they do, but the hardest one is vegan and it's the most kind of beneficial one. I don't yeah. think for, for, for everything, but then I look at like, that. what was that episode? Um, there's a documentary. I was like, what the heck am I watching? Like it was trying to, it was trying to make me a vegan. It was like saying I'm the worst person in the world. You're going to die at 20, 28 or something like it's just, Oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. I think I it was. what the hell there you go i remember now yeah what the hell yeah that's what it was so that you know i mean like that could traumatize you you know but i you know it's like you know we get carcinogens and and i'm like "Eh, well it looks like i'm gonna die but whatever i know i know you feel like crap after you watch something like that Uh because it like it demoralizes you and everything so it's like you're a bad person you probably shouldn't be eating that burger or you should probably be eating any meat at all. I mean, I love chicken. Like, chicken's my thing if it's a type of meat. I mean, I love red meats and stuff, but, yeah, chicken's where it's at. 
Heck yeah. So, so, so sorry for all the vegans that listen. It's just like, I, <laughs> it's hard not to talk about food when you love meat. Right. Mm-hmm. Completely get it. Yeah, so that's also a thing. And do you feel like, I mean, like, why do you think there's so many people, like, advertising that stuff, like, stuff that doesn't work, like detox and this and that, and you're looking at them? And why, why do, is it because there's most, I mean, most of them are women, so it's just because they're pretty. So what is, like, the, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know how people can fall for it. Especially if you not, I mean, if you're unaware, I uh, I understand. But if you're kind of aware, you shouldn't be able to fall for. But then again, I fall for everything. I, I believe in everything. I'm, I believe in magic for like. Yeah. I was ten. I was watching Chris Angel and just like, this is this is real. And then I find out, you know, he's not real. This is this is how he does his all the tricks. Right. Well, I think I think the thing about the thing about social media is is that. Marketers have now have now recognized that there are more people on social media than there ever have been, and you know things like things like TiVo and DVR and 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 you know YouTube Red where you can skip advertisements and things like that. Marketers have gone to social media because they know that's where everybody's at. So they reach out to these big influencers, people that have large profiles, and they say, you know. You know, for for this, this, and this, you know, it'd be great if you could if you could show our product some, and then, you know, eventually what happens is is people get sunk into continuing to get popular, and and then of course monetary gains, things like that, and they get obsessed with it, and so, you know, they gain popularity and they gain money off of it. It's not adding anything good to social media. It's just them, you know, getting benefit, and then of course, you know the uh, brand and the product themselves getting benefit, but as for you, um, quite frankly, it doesn't give you any benefit. You're just wasting your money. Why <laughs> people get so obsessed with it um, is because you know there's there's personal gain that they're getting out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, marketing is. I'm, I I believe y'all like the y'all are like wizards. I don't know because y'all can make me think things like yeah. You know, someone told me that. You know, and I don't know if this is true or not. I mean, it was on the internet or whatever. Someone told me, "Hey, so you know how like McDonald's? I'm not gonna be mean to McDonald's. I mean, I think McDonald's is a terrible place, but I also think the Szechuan sauce is the most amazing thing. Um, so it's like to me, it's like okay. So they say it's 100 percent beef, but what I didn't know is that they own a company that is called 100% beef, so they can put it on the label and say, hey, it's 100% beef, but it really isn't. So they can say it's like 99%, you know, it's not really, it's the label of the company on the thing, not the actual thing. So it's like, that's like a loophole they found. And all these, I mean, marketing, of course, man, like, dude, I fall for everything. Like, I see something, I'm like, oh, cool, that's cool, that's a cool product, you know? Uh, I I think it was those training masks that I was so so blown away by, and I thought that was like you know elevation elevation because you know I thought that was like a thing that worked, and then I found out hey this is it's like very minimal to nothing gained. I mean you're basically just cutting off your airway, and so it's interesting trying to figure out like what what is a good product, what is a bad product, because they're just trying to sell you something. It's not really a it doesn't matter whether it's a good or bad product. It's if it sells. And bad products sell sometimes. I mean, 
Everybody, oh, yeah. wants, everything wants everything. Everyone wants it cheaper. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I wish things were cheaper. And then, but there's always like something. I think quality over quantity is always my method. Hey, it's a, it's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> and like, what do you like about marketing? Like, is it about like getting the word out there? Like, what what is it about that kind of like drags you into it? I think the social part of it. I'm yeah. a, I, I like being like social and talking to people, and um, that something besides that is that um, I'm a very like visual person, and so um, marketing is is heavy into graphics. You know, we work closely with graphic designers and illustrators and and people like that who put together ads and and take pictures and you know things like that. So um, those two kind of go hand in hand and. And, um, I've always been, um, infatuated. This is going to sound strange, but I've always been like infatuated with like packaging and how, and how brands market their products on, on packaging, on things you see at the store, um, on, on, even on simple things like Gatorade bottles or, or, um, like a flyer that your gym has. I'm always interested to see how they get the word out for their products. So it's it's always that mix between social, you know, socialization and, and talking to people and getting word out, and then like the graphics part that comes in too. So it was like the perfect career. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I totally see what you're coming with. Like, I like I like my stuff in good boxes. Like, if it's in a cool box, like if it's yeah. like leather bound or something, I'm like, oh, it's leather. You know, it's yeah. real. So you totally. look, you look at it like, oh, it's crazy. Or like you know any type of product. I mean these headphones. I mean they come in the coolest case. I'm gonna show every. Like this is like this is the case. It looks pretty cool. It's sleek design. Has you know a little chain thing, and you open it, and it's like it's it's just like one of those things. I'm not advertising here, by the way. They don't pay me anything, but yeah. it's just like oh see you got all these straps. Like this is like a case like I've never thought of. So yeah, like, cool to see how that that is packaged. I mean, why do you have an iPhone? Because it looks great and the way it works is great. It's just a better look than the Android. No offense to Android. I mean, there's some good Android phones out there, but it's just better to me. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. So it's like all those products. I mean, I'm very meticulous when it comes to stuff like that. But and packaging is so cool. I mean, like if you got a cool box, I'll open it. I'll open it. I don't matter. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. So when when did do you you said you travel a lot? Is that something that you've always done? No, I've traveled. I've traveled to um, thirteen states over the past about thirteen months, and that was uh, and that was the um, the first time that I've ever like consistently traveled. I mean, I've gone on vacations and gone to family things throughout the years and gone here and there, but. Never have I traveled this much in my life. It's fun. It's exhausting. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just, in last week alone, I had a trip to Orlando, Florida, and then I had a trip to Springfield, Missouri, both in the same week. It's only a day between travel. So it gets exhausting, but it's fun, and I like traveling. Mm -hmm. why, why, like, I mean, like, I, I'm one of those people, like, traveling is like, like, you don't realize how exhausting it is until you start doing it. And if you do it like, you know, say you had to be, I mean, I, I don't understand how some people can be in three cities in one day. Like, 
oh my god, how, like how can you handle yourself? I mean, the time zones change. Yeah. And, and your your head is all messed up. You don't know when to go to sleep. You're just basically thinking like, oh my god, it feels like it's like like 11 o'clock or like whatever and you're like about to pass out and you're like it's only four <laughs> it feels like like that so it's like to me like you know, and the jet lag and all of it it just wears on you mm -hmm. that's why you know anything more than two hours is just like uh oh, please please let it end and you know yeah and then you know i always forget my my watch i always wear a watch because i like watches so I always wear watches, and it's like, oh, the, the time hasn't changed. You know, I have to change it myself. That's annoying to me, just just a pet peeve of mine. But it's interesting. I mean, traveling is great. So, thirteen months. Like, where where have you gone in the states? Is it like one side to other? It's um, I don't know if I'll be able to name all thirteen off the top of my head here, but um, I've been to uh, Florida. I've been to Alabama. I've been to Mississippi. Um, I've been to Tennessee. I've been to uh, Kentucky. I've been to um, Missouri. Um, of course, I've had shows in, here in Illinois, but I'm not going to count that because I live here. Um, I've been to Colorado. I've been to Utah. Um, I've been to Indiana. I've been to Ohio. I've been to Pennsylvania. That's 11. Uh, trying to think of the other two. There's two more up there. I just can't. Oh, I've been to Oklahoma and I've been to Wisconsin. That's the 13th. Wisconsin. Wow. See, see, that's amazing because like that's like almost all the states, pretty much. I think. Yeah, it's like a good chunk. So you know, you haven't been to Texas, right? I have been to Te I have been to Texas. I'm actually a big um, Dallas Mavericks fan in the NBA. Ah. Uh. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. It's just I've always loved them. I'm and, a Spurs uh, guy. I'm from San Antonio. I was born in San Antonio. Spurs um, um, all the way. I'm just, I'm just representing. Yeah, you guys have a great coach. Um, but I've been to Texas a few times, and I have been told that I haven't really been to Texas until I've been to um, Houston and or San Antonio. So. Mm. I live in Houston, so it's like, yeah, you haven't been to Texas. I mean, Dallas is, it's cool. <laughs> and not, not not to offend you Dallastonians or whatever you want to call yourselves. I remember there's a thing that I read that talked about, like, y'all wanted to be named that. But San Antonioans and Houstonians are, are, are crazy. I mean, like, this, I mean, Houston's one of the biggest cities, and it's like, oh, gosh, like, it's insane. I mean, I mean, if you, it's kind of like L.A., I think. Los Angeles, so it's like a lot of yeah. traffic, a lot of people, a lot more people. I mean, like, you think New York? New York, I think, is mostly just, like, people stacked on each other, but us, it's, like, millions spread out, so it's, yeah. it's interesting. Um, and the culture's different here, man. Like, yeah. you know, And the, 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 the more down you go, the more humid it gets. So, you gotta, either San Antonio, I mean, don't go see the Alamo, okay? I always complain to people like I want to see the Alamo. I'm like, you don't yeah. need to go see the Alamo. It's, it's pretty boring. It's like yeah. one, it's one building that's broken, you know. And you're like, where's the rest of it? You're like, you see like two, three huts or whatever. And you're like, where's the rest of it? Oh well, all the rest of it was blown off, or <laughs> or it was like you know, there's a like one piece of the wall, or they took it down because they were building like a place there. Um, but you know, I don't I, I don't yell at anyone down here. Fiesta is a must. 
know, yeah. You, you must come down. The, you would love this because there's three, four, I don't know, like 20, 30 taco stands. Um, uh, and they're all different. I mean, they, they, they all taste different. So you'd probably be like, which one do I go to? Well, you, yeah. just, you just go down the line and you taste test. I mean, there you awesome. go. This sounds like fun. And they're pretty they're, uh, and good prices. I'm talking about like two bucks for a taco, or, or like maybe even like fifty cents. Like, uh, and because these people, I mean, like it's like people running through, running through, running through. So they make a killing. I mean, taco yeah. joints down here. I mean, it's it's insane. And it's like, oh well, that one's a good one. That one's not a good one. So it's like trying all of them. But yeah, fiestas down here. That that's like one of the times you got to be down in Texas. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think San Antonio is a, a great place, of course. So, um, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I, I just don't like. I think it's it's way too hot here for some people. I think it's way too hot for me. Um, right. But I, but I also hate the cold, so it's like, you know, it's give and take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, well, it was it was kind of it was interesting talking to you. It was like, I was like. I, you know, Kira recommended me having you on because I was like, "Who's Who's Chris?" You know, it's just like Google search, yeah. click enter. What's going on? And I was like, "Oh, cool!" You know, I saw your pancakes, or I don't know what it was, it was something. Yeah, that's that's what it, that's got to be what it is. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think whatever you, what you're doing is interesting, and um, continue. I would like to see you know. We'll meet up sometime. I mean, I'm not really a meetup person, but I always meet up once in a while. Um, well, when I come to Texas on business or whatever, I'll be sure to. I have your number now. So sure to, all right. Yeah. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, yeah, th- thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, what what is this next week? Oh, uh, I don't know. Who do I have? Caitlin, Caitlin, something. Not Caitlyn Jenner. People were telling me I was like, you know, uh, awesome though. Uh, Caitlyn Rice, I believe. And uh, then I don't know who's next after. I, I, I oh, I have a hundredth podcast. We already have our guests booked. It's Sam Papero, Lauren Tickner, Kira, my coach. She's my coach, by the way. Uh, my, oh, okay. Uh, so you're gonna Papero. Yes, Sam. Sam. Really I said hi. I love Sam. Oh yeah, Sam, Lauren Tickner, 